Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus Podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 49. Today, we will be discussing Big Little Lies, season two, episode two, entitled Tell Tale Heart. We will also discuss euphoria and murder mystery. Before we dive in, how are you, Diana? I am doing great. Yay. I'm feeling really good right now. Awesome. Why? Why are you feeling so great? I don't know. I'm just happy. I'm happy we're here, that we're doing this. And I love talking about TV and film with you. And so it's just, and it's great to hang out with you. I know. And so I love it. How are you doing? I'm good. Feeling the same vibes as you right now. (laughs) So I'm pretty happy. Um, which is making me kind of like wonder. Big Little Lies, uh-huh. right? So now they have these group of women that are considered the Monterey Five. Yeah. Who would you consider yourself most likely to identify with? Oh, that's a hard question. And it's also a hard question because I can never make a decision. So I have two in mind. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So one is, um, well, because I read about Celeste mm-hmm. previously mm-hmm. and that she's very loyal and um, doesn't want to step on people's toes. And I, I see that in me, you know, about her. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like in a way I can identify with June. Um, Jane. Jane. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on Fear the Walking Dead still <laughs> with Jane. Yes. Um, because I was reading like what all the character traits of these women. And um, so that's what I had in mind. And I'm trying to remember what they said about Jane that made yeah. me feel like I fit with her. But I thought I did. And um, I don't know. Now I'm totally rethinking this because I've told you before, <laughs> sometimes I feel like Madeline. <laughs> Only when it comes to, you know, the whole thing about her telling her daughter about college and, you know, just really, you know, wanting her daughter to do better. And I just thought, oh, my God, I could totally see me doing that to my to my son. Yeah. You better go to school because I said so. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you you disagree with her comment on the homeless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like, ah, I don't know which one. I don't know which I one. Know. It's so hard. So who would you pick? Well, I would be, I'm going to be, I have to pick two because I'm not just one person's yeah. personality. Mm-hmm. And I do not consider myself like Madeline um, unless she's being funny. I, mm-hmm. I like humor. But I consider, I'm like in between Renata and Bonnie. Because oh, Bonnie has isn't a, it funny that yeah, those two and I got the two of there. Yeah, yeah. I think that Bonnie has that vulnerability and that remorse that I um, can also uh, have compassion towards. Mm-hmm. And then Renata, she's just very. She's like a really strong person. She voices her opinion. Um, I wouldn't say she's passive aggressive, but she's definitely aggressive, and she lets it be known. Yeah. And um, I think that's why I feel like I'm like between the two of them, because my um, when I want things to be known, it can come across passive aggressive only because we've talked before. I don't like confrontation. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll stand up for myself as I've gotten older. But, you know, really, (laughs) I agree. I don't want to deal with that. I I know. Whatever. You know, I have a long life to live. So. So. You know what, though? As you were talking, it reminded me why I was thinking June originally. Jane. 
my God. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Jane, that I keep calling you June. (laughs) The reason I was picking Jane was because of her relationship with her son. Oh, yeah. How important that is to to her. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I feel like in that regard that I am like her. Awesome. Well, you are a good mama. Thank you. Yay. (laughs) You are too. Thank you. (laughs) Let us know what you think. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. You can also subscribe to our website and our YouTube channel. Let us know who you identify with out of the Monterey Five. Mm -hmm. We told you. Now you tell us. Yeah. So, Brooke, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? Ooh, my goodness. So good. Well, I thought this episode gave me some really good steps of facing the facts and demons in these people. And I was really happy to see people owning up to their faults and their neglect. And I want what is right for the individuals who are negatively impacted. Mm -hmm. And I want what is deserved by the ones who have not shown remorse for the terrible things that have happened. Honestly, I mean, I feel like there's some characters in there that are just not focusing on what dirt that they've stirred up, you know? Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, you how... mean like Madeline yeah. and Renata? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. They're yeah. not doing anything. They're not, they don't, like, they're just like absorbing Going to their, their own life. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, for some reason, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, this episode, Madeline really just like rubbed me the wrong way. What about you? Uh, I was so surprised that both of Madeline's daughters exposed her secrets to Ed. Good point. And so much happened to all of them that I can't wait to dig in and talk about it. I know. I I was shocked to see that Chloe told the twins about Ziggy. Uh, That actually really broke my heart. I know. I was, oh my, I couldn't I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But, how you know, makes a good story, right? Mm-hmm. And I was also sad for Jane that she had to explain to Ziggy about the meaning of assault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> assault. And I just feel like that was really unfair, you know, that they had to explain to the twins and Ziggy about their dad when it wasn't on their terms. Yeah. Um, and all because of a rumor. Yeah. And Madeline's mouth. <laughs> But, you know, I'm glad that finally we get to see them face the fears of their discomfort and their family secret, because in fact, they are family. But unfortunately, Mary, Mary Louise is not happy at all Mm-mm. that Celeste kept information from the police. Mm-hmm. And I was really disappointed and surprised that she is so quick to protect her dear son and disrespectfully disregards the accusations of abuse against Perry. I know. What the F? You know, even though Celeste admitted that they were both at fault in their marriage, I just can't believe that someone would be so quick to disbelieve on that topic of abuse. And how is she not a reputable person? Mm -hmm. I mean, she even told her that when he would beat her up, it would end in sex. I know. Like, that's deep. You're like, I, yeah. Mm, I'm not talking about that with my mother ever. <laughs> Sorry. I know. She was divulging a lot. Yeah. Yes, that was so hard, um, you know, with them having to talk to their children. And I really felt bad for Jane having to 
explain to her son about assault. Yeah, you know? that was really uncomfortable. That was a really hard um, thing to discuss, and I thought Jane did a phenomenal job in doing that. Yeah. And, and also, the twins, when they were fighting, and Celeste goes to stop them, and Max turns around and says, F*** off! Yeah. I think he pushes her, and she pushes him back with a deep yell and says, No! You will not be like him! And Ooh, I know. Chills. I know, and then she realizes what she did, and she, you know, pulls him up and hugs him and calls Josh over, and they all hug together while Mary Louise is... <laughs> peering at them it's like oh man can you imagine being in nicole kidman's shoes as just an actress yelling at a child like that i know i thought that too right Right. that's just a yeah but then you know we see her also going back and disclosing to the children that perry was a beautiful man he was a beautiful dad and i'm just like how do you oh i know that's so hard right because you want your kids to be you don't want to bash their father, but then at the same time, you don't want to sugarcoat things either. Yeah. So That's a fine balancing act. She has some issues that she needs to overcome. Mm-hmm. What else did you see happening? So Elizabeth, Bonnie's mom, comes to visit at Nathan's request. Oh, yeah. And she tells Bonnie that her husband lacks social, emotional, intelligent, and is as dumb as a rock. Dude, what? I know. And that that is probably why she married him. Ugh. How about being honest there? And then later, she continues to badger him and basically tells him that Bonnie's shutdown stems from the date that Perry died. Well, thank you. I I, know. Nathan was like, I know, he's so oblivious. I know, he's so oblivious. It's like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And even though I find her annoying, she's right. And she says... That Bonnie has PTSD and that her mopey shit or something to that effect is not serving any of them. Yeah. And, you know, later on, Bonnie finally goes to Nathan, but it's only to have him get rid of her mother. I know. That was super. But I don't know. I mean, Bonnie definitely is going through it. I mean, even when Madeline pulled over and sees Bonnie walking on the road. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going for a walk. Yeah. You know, it's like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Leave me alone. I know. So Bonnie definitely is internalizing a lot. And her mom knows. Her mom must be like a palm reader or like some kind of like she gets spiritual those, yeah. thingy, yeah. you know. So I think they're underutilizing Zoe Kravitz. And I need to see more of her and what her background is. And I'm hoping that they'll do that soon. I watched a movie that she was in last night. It was called Kin. It's free on demand. I don't know what channel it is, but it whatever, it came up on our thing. And I've been wanting to watch it. She was in it. And um, I just really, really like her. But she's also um, in X-Men as well. So when Ed finds out about his wife having an affair with a theater oh. director, all due to That's Abigail. Huge. Yeah. When Abigail calls her mom out... Um, about being a hypocrite. I so sneaky. I mean, Ed was just around the corner, I mean, or down the hall, whatever. He could yeah. hear everything. Yeah. And then Madeline pretends that he heard wrong. Ugh. You know, he is a smart guy. He's a graphic designer. Okay. <laughs> he is. He's a smart guy. <laughs> and so then he leaves to get his ears checked. I know. <laughs> 
I know. Who the heck are you fooling? And then she throws the spatula um, or the mixing spoon across the room. Oh, my gosh. My gut just, like, dropped to the floor for her. That's like, I one, because Abigail said something. For her to even say it out loud, I thought was kind of shocking, but she did. And then she's like, oh, I thought you told me he was not here. And then, yes, that she, you know, lied. But then I can kind of see that because it's like you don't want to have an argument right there in front of your daughter with your husband. I don't know. Whatever. But, you know, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah. My kids, like, they'd yeah, be crazy. Too, that's really embarrassing. Yeah. To even, like, bring it up to your mom. Like, oh, hey, yeah. remember that time? No. I know. <laughs> Anyways, when he comes back, I just felt that Madeline, you know, it just seemed like she was more scared about losing her own life. But not losing her love. I didn't feel like she was sincere about losing him. Mm. Um, she seems really selfish to me. Uh, recently, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I really love her character. I love Reese Witherspoon, but I'm having issues with her right yeah. now. And you know, she kept secrets from Ed. I know. And he really would have liked to know what happened between Jane and Celeste. I mean, that's her husband. So, you know, he could be that trusting, supportive husband that he should be. And a secret like that should not be so sacred that one could not talk to their husband. I know. So it's really important for him, mm-hmm. to him. And Madeline did not seem to really understand his feelings well. And I'm glad that Ed stands up for himself and declares that he and Madeline are done. <gasps> he know. walks away. Oh, I know. I really like him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just feels so betrayed. And I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. But he's a, he's a good guy. I, I, I just really do like him. And yeah. um, I love that he refers to Abigail as his, as his daughter. Well, yeah, as you should. Yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, even but though I, they're co-parenting with, yeah. you know. The... But, I mean, her dad's there in, in mm-hmm. her life. But I like that he feels, you know, that way toward her. It's inspiring for step-parents out there. So, what about you? What else have you seen? So, oh my gosh. I am loving this ride with Mary Louise and Madeline. It must be so much fun to play these characters with each other. Yeah. I mean, Madeline drives Celeste home after the car accident uh-huh. from taking those prescription meds. Gosh. but And they don't divulge that to Mary Louise. Um, but Madeline just says she needed help with an emergency, and Mary Louise says, what kind of emergency? And Madeline makes up a reference to it being a problem that short people have. Really? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And Mary Louise says, you don't like me, do you? And I'm thinking, uh, why would she with all the put-downs that she's, you know, thrown her way? I don't know if I should mess with Mary Louise, though. I, I know. But even though I don't care for the character, Meryl Streep is such a master. Oh, she's I like her so character. so good. She's that salty that we need. Yes. And I love her character's idiosyncrasies. Uh-huh. Like, when she puts the cross on her chin. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And as Madeline walks away, under her breath, she says, weirdo yeah. Mary Louise turns and says what yep and Meredith shouts what Oof. oh my gosh they are like it's like a tennis match you know you're just back and forth back and yeah. forth and I just love it it's like pickles and ice cream they just don't go <laughs> I know well apparently on social media they do go because now there's pickle ice cream 
Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, really, yeah. it's like that thorn, you know, in your hide. Yeah. Mary Louise. I don't know. Some people just don't get along. They just do not get along. But they're both really good at jabbing each other back, which I love because I feel like they're, you know. Yeah. Um, I feel like, yeah. Someone... Verbally equal in yeah. that. Um, although I do feel that Mary Louise is just a little more, because um, Madeline liked, was fine with her in the beginning. It wasn't until she started, you know, saying all these things to her. It's because she's fake. And so, Madeline. And Mary Louise well, picked that up. I don't think, so. not with ah. Meredith and everybody. She loves her. and she and, know, and, she's, a, she's, she's a realtor. She knows when to put it on. She's an actress. <laughs> So Mary Louise is like, she called her out on it, you know? She doesn't trust her based on her personality. I get it. I totally understand. Mm. Um, but I think they're going to have to put some, you know, they're going to have to cut the brake line on her car, <laughs> let the air out of her tires on a windy road, or something like that's going to happen to Do Mary Louise. Do you know what? I either think that or I was thinking Mary Louise might find herself in a really awkward, something happens where the girls or Madeline is going to help her out somehow. I or, don't know. Or they're going to find out that, you know, um, she's, she's the reason why her son yeah. is crazy. Yeah. And her other kid, too. Or like, yeah, who knows? There's so much. There's so much. Her okay, son we can, died. We yeah. Can, yeah. We can keep speculating. So okay. Big little lies. <laughs> you guys. You we have so up. much to say. Yeah, we have so many thoughts. We need this. Okay. So, um, Renata. She finds out that Gordon got into some serious trouble with her finances. Oh, my God. <sighs> and Renata is enraged and that she got caught up in his financial loss as a, as community property mm -hmm. affects her. And it's her hard-earned money. Like, she works really hard. But, thank goodness, Annabelle, Emma Bella's financial trust is safe, being that she's a minor. But still, you know, Renata and Gordon are screwed. Yeah. The feds came rushing up as she was talking about how she's so proud and she's on the cover <laughs> yeah. of some businesswoman's magazine. And she was so concerned and confused for her husband at that moment. Yeah. But then when she finds out how badly he effed up, she wants to do all she can to protect whatever assets she has and that she will not not be rich. I know. <laughs> So I knew something was up with Renata's yeah. husband. There was just something. You think weird, huh? Yeah, there was just something not right to me about him. Yeah. And, you know, being arrested by the FBI for securities fraud. I can't believe he lost all their money. I, and he explains it to her while in jail that, and that's when she starts freaking out because he says they're going to be broke by the end of the year. And can you imagine hearing that from your husband? That would be, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. And then he tries to spin it as a positive thing, and then she gets angry at the thought of not having money. Yeah. It's something she cannot accept. No. And she yells at him, and she grits her teeth, and she jams her finger into the glass and slams down the receiver. Yeah. And then later, she talks to Madeline about what a sucker... <laughs> He is and got her back into that hole that she worked so hard to get out of since childhood. Mm -hmm. And she also says that she thinks Qu Detective Quinlan uh -huh. has something to do with tipping the FBI off and that they took her computer. Oh, 
and so I are under her. Yeah, I don't know. I'm well. Maybe they're looking into the whole securities fraud. But I'm thinking oh, they might find something out. I don't know if she's written any emails to anybody, but I hope it's not anything incriminating. Well, I think it would make the story way more interesting. Yeah. Um, and then Celeste and her boys visit Jane mm-hmm. and Ziggy's home. I just love that when they walk through the door, especially after, you know, um, discovering that it's out there, you know. Right. And then, you know, I felt really proud at that moment because I felt that Celeste was really you know, needing to protect herself and her boys from that awful shame that their father brought when he was when he assaulted Jane. Yeah. And being um, a wife beater as well. You know, Perry was just a no good, dirty down mm-hmm. shame. And Celeste insists to her boys that, you know, um, he was a good guy. But he was such a nightmare and his emotional health was completely erratic. But Perry... He did have some good qualities, you know, like I do remember those moments where he had with his boys and she just wants her boys to have the best memories of him, which I totally understand. Yeah. But I I do feel bad that Ziggy will not have any of those good memories with his father and now knows that his father is an abuser. And personally, I was upset when Celeste was taken back when Jane told her about Ziggy um, knowing about his father. And I just, I really, her reaction to me just didn't sit well with me because I think that she was thinking of herself and her kids, her twins. And I just, you know, like, Ziggy's there too. So what was Jane supposed to do? And she, you know, pleaded with Celeste, like, mm-hmm. I had to do what I had to do. But it didn't affect Jane um, negatively. You know, she was no. like, I got to tell my son. Like, mm-hmm. I have a son too. Mm-hmm. So I was so proud at her. Proud of her for yeah. saying that and protecting yeah. her life as well. Like you said that you would be, you would like to think of yourself as Jane protecting yeah. your sons the right. way that she does. So mm-hmm. I really like that. Um, but, you know, I, I am glad that she comes to terms eventually. And she even had the boys bring gifts yeah. when they went to the, Jane uh-huh. and Ziggy's house. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing how well the boys will behave and if they will build a healthy relationship with Ziggy. Yeah. Yeah. I I look forward to seeing that, too. I actually thought Celeste took it well. Okay. Um, And I thought she was going to be more upset because... Right now, her focus is on her boys and not Ziggy. And it shows how compassionate Celeste is. But I I, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. And c- because she was thinking about her kids. That's what she was thinking. Mm-hmm. Celeste thinking about her kids and Jane thinking about her son. Mm-hmm. So, and each has to do what's the best for their kids. So. And it, it wasn't neither of their fault. Like, no. It was uh-uh. Madeline's fault for, like, talking about it yeah. in her home. Like, go to your car. This kind of stuff. It's Perry's fault. Okay. It's Perry's fault. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ultimately. But you know what? It's just a domino effect. Yeah. From it there. totally is. Okay. So Mary Louise, she is going to the police Uh-oh. to get some answers. And Celeste is shocked and asks why. And Mary Louise says, because you left out that he fathered a child. Mm. That you planned to move and rent an apartment. You left that out. You were planning to leave the night he died. You left that out. She says you learned of his infidelity just 10 seconds before he went falling down a flight of stairs. Ooh, you left that out. Oh, my God. 
the well, way she said it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see how she knows about all their marital issues unless Perry was telling his mom or unless Celeste told her. I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking Celeste they... probably. Oh, I don't know. You're right. I, I'm not sure where she got the information from. It's so. creepy, though. I'm scared. Yeah. So what were other things that you noticed? You know, when I, I watched the ending all the way through the credits and I'm listening to this song and that was the song that Ed sang at the fundraiser and that was his Elvis impersonation. Oh, man. So I feel like ironically, yeah. this was a tribute to him um, that he sang because he sang this to his wife and, you know, he recently discovered his wife's affair in this episode. So I yeah. thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, and I knew I heard the song somewhere before. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. But it didn't sound like Elvis. I'm like, who's, you know. Yeah. So it was good. I thought it was a great addition. Um, Celeste is dealing with intense trauma and remorse of her marriage to Perry. She was told to picture a close friend in her shoes. And she displayed an intense reaction to envisioning Madeline mm-hmm. getting beat up by Perry. Yeah. So she may have a long way to heal from those wounds. And I hope that she can for the sake of her sons. I love this exercise. I think Celeste needed it to yeah. experience. She needed to experience this and see it from another side. Otherwise, she was going to keep sympathizing with Perry and blaming herself. Yeah. So that makes sense. I, I hope that it was effective for her. Yeah. So, but like, Perry just seems to keep haunting her. And mm-hmm. um, he did call Celeste an enigma. And yeah. Mary Louise did bring that up. So, I guess, I mean, I'm thinking that she and her son were super close. And he must have talked to her about yeah. their marriage. And maybe yeah. he manipulated the truth a bit, I'm thinking. Yeah. So, what about you? What else did you notice? Um, well, Nathan and Ed are at it again. Ha ha. <laughs> so funny because when Nathan said, I decided to run, I thought the same thing that Ed when he says, for office. I uh, know. Yeah. And then Nathan thinks it's ridiculous and they continue down a path of disconnect. And Nathan basically challenges them to a fist fight. So weird. And Ed makes a snide remark and Nathan has a sneer that won't quit. These guys, oh, God, but they make me laugh. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And um, also, I thought that it was funny that Corey asked Jane to go out on a practice date. And I love that he was eating a salad with chopsticks. (laughs) And then it looked like he was eating a pita pocket or something and (laughs) dipping it in tahini. I was like, what is that? It looks good. I'm so hungry. I thought of you because I was like eating brie and crackers the night that I was eating or uh, watching Big Little Lions because that's what we eat the last time. Um, So, Brooke. Yeah. Why do you love this show? Oh, I'm so thrilled with this show. I mean, I've been talking about it so much and I just think that the writing is going in the right direction to Mm -hmm. keep me interested. And I'm pretty sure others as well. I've heard that the ratings are increasing. And I'm not at all bored at any moment of the show. It has my full attention, and all the women's characteristics are so developed in their own skin, which I think they're portraying very well. Yeah. Everything about their personalities fit with the story and their acting. So that's why I love the show. Why do you love this show? I am so intrigued, and I love the mystery of wondering what will happen next. So really, it's the writing and the performances. I just love it. Me too. 
and their fashion. Yeah, I just oh, I look forward to it. Yeah. It's it's something I just I love it. Love it. So, who does your award go to? What was your favorite quote, character, or moment? It's my house. Well, I'm <laughs> loving Renata. Like I feel like her character really boosted this season, and her performance was so stealth. Um, in this last episode, and she has such a powerful personality. I really think that, you know, she has settled into her character this season all so well, even though she doesn't seem to be bothered by Perry at the moment because she's handling her own personal issues, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a manner of panic and totally, I believe her, and I yeah. believe because of her acting, like she's portraying this like incredibly well. What about you? Who would your award go to character quote or moment? Mine goes to Jane and Ziggy. Okay. Yeah. So when Jane approaches Ziggy after finding out that he may know about his father, I mean, Mm -hmm. that was heartbreaking. Yeah. As we discussed. But her eyes well up with tears. And Ziggy is such a sweet boy. And I love their relationship so much. I think... She is such a good mom, and she doesn't want to keep secrets from him, but also wants to protect him. She is doing the best that she can, and I admire her. Ziggy is always on her mind. I mean, even, like, her dating life. Like, she was... Like, yes, Ziggy is her main priority, but also, like, she's a victim of rape. Yeah. So she should be super careful. And, Mm -hmm. like, this guy is super nice, but I don't know. Like, it's probably hard for her to trust. Right. It is. Yeah. So what else are you currently watching? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm sure you all know <laughs> by now. Um, there's this new show on HBO, and you've probably seen the trailer or the ads for it because it's on HBO. And they'll usually show the ads before Big Little Lies starts. So it's called Euphora. Is Wait, this a is euphoria? This, euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> is this a spoiler alert? Because we might want to tell. Yeah, people it's that. totally yeah. Okay. a spoiler alert. Okay. Because I'm not going to hold back on this because it is so good, and I have to tell you all. I'm just going to like be reviewing this series because it is that good. I want to talk about it with somebody, and like I don't know anybody else is watching it right now, <laughs> so I'm going to talk to to you about it okay and so this is an american adaptation of an israeli show of the same name so the show follows a group of high school students dealing with love friendship sex drugs and social media on a level which seems completely unreal sam levinson wrote all the episodes and is also an executive producer. Mm-hmm. The main character, Rue, played by Zendaya, is recently released from rehab and gets right back into her old ways about the moment she gets home. And she has a past, and her sister, Gia, is the one who discovered her overdose. Jules, played by Hunter Schaefer, is new in town. And she has an interesting style, and she looks like she came right out of a cosplay convention, and I love it. She is harassed by Nate. He seems like the jock type. And I thought that she was going to stab him with a kitchen knife because he was just that intense. Cassie has an interesting sexual experience with McKay after he was persuaded into thinking that she was a whore. And Maddie goes to the extreme in order to make Nate jealous. 
cat desperately decides to lose her virginity to peer pressure. And I think curiosity is, well, I mean, who wants to feel like they're the only virgin in high school, right? (laughs) (laughs) So at the end of this episode, we see a twist. When Jules went to the motel to meet up with a guy, aka man, she had no idea that guy would be a father of a child at the high school that she attends. Mm. Well, we know that father is Nate's dad. Oh my God. I know. I cannot wait to see what happens next. This show is creative. It's cool. And I'm curious to see how this story will spin out of control. It's wow. It's, I mean, I started to watch it. I did watch the first like 10 minutes of it, but I just didn't have time because I was doing, you know, working on these. But it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, just like the things that they are doing, like she goes and gets her drugs after rehab and. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I was actually shocked of, oh, God, that boy. He was such a young boy. Totally. It's I was just like, so my scary. It's very scary, totally. you guys. Just FYI, that the things that, you know, people go to and do. And I mean, this boy was young. I mean, he looked, I don't know how old he was, but he looked like he was 10 or something. I yeah. don't even know how old he was. Yeah. But I don't even think he I was mean, in high school. I mean, max 12. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he was and. He just had the whole lingo and vibe. I, mean, I don't know. It was just crazy. It's, totally. it's actually very scary. So <laughs> don't let your children and teens watch this unless you're with them or unless you watch it first. That's what I mean. That's well, what I get from 10 minutes of watching it. So, yeah. And then oh. um, you'll probably see some articles about Eric Dane and his full frontal nudity scene. Mm, okay. Full Oh, frontal okay. nudity. Okay. Okay. So don't be like, don't worry, you guys. Like it is frontal nude, but um, I read an article that because he talks about it, mm-hmm. and um, it's a prosthetic, so it's not what you think <laughs> it's it is. It's not really what you. It's not really his. Yeah. But it's, it, honestly, you guys, like it is. Oh, it, is it is. It uh, is. So um, it's crazy because I was like in bed last night, you know, and uh, I thought of this show. Like it just, it's just stuck in my brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, Jules, there was a scene where she gives herself an injection in her butt. And I'm like, what the hell was that? I don't know. Yeah. I know what it is now. Oh, okay. And Maybe they tell the you, mystery. They tell the mystery. you at the end of the episode, <laughs> okay. and then you're going to be like okay. scratching your heads with me because okay. I was like that all day. Okay, like, yeah. what the heck? So, <laughs> yeah, don't tell us everything. Call me yet, when you watch okay. it. All right. Sounds good. What else are you watching? Well, I um, I watched Black Sunday, the very first episode, because you told me to watch it. Yeah. So, the zombie. Uh, Wait, are, are Black we... Sunday or Summer? Oh, is it Summer? Sorry, Black Summer. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was Black Sunday. It's Black Summer. Okay. I watched Black Summer like you told me to, Brooke. Okay. And um, I only watched the first episode because I wasn't able to watch anymore. But yeah, it was good. Yeah. And I see what you're saying. And I, what I loved about it was that you get all these different perspectives. And like a story, you, you'll you see, like, it'll, I'm just making up a name. It'll say, like, Kate. And it'll show kind of Kate's story. And then it'll say Jake. And it'll kind of show Jake's story. But what I loved is kind of, you kind of see them interweave with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, in the background, you might see that person run by. Exactly. And then... 
in the next story, it starts with that person that was running by who they were. Mm-hmm. So I just found that very interesting. So neat, so, right? Creative. Yeah, and it's like, again, like the whole apocalypse thing. You don't know who you can trust. People will plead with you saying they've got a family, they got this, they got that, and then next thing they know, they're got you at gunpoint or they're throwing you out of the car. It's yeah. like, oh my God, people are just ruthless. So. How quick it can happen. Oh, and I watched Murder Mystery on Netflix. It's with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler and I had seen that it was on and I just love Jennifer Aniston. Well, I love Adam Sandler too, but you know, I really you know, will set out to watch Jennifer Aniston. I think she's just a great comedic actress. Did you see her in Dumplin'? Yes, I did okay. see that, yeah. Okay. I had to remember. Um, but This movie, I was just reading that it was like the biggest opening for Netflix. Well, it looks good. It looks funny. It's, it's, you know, it's funny. It's good. It's watchable. It's not some memorable movie. It's not like, you know, oh, I'm going to watch this over and over again, whatever. But when you just want to unwind and watch something that's funny, and it's, you know, them two going on a on a yacht and there's a, a murder that happens and oh, okay. then they try and figure it out. Oh, cool. And they think that they're the police think that they are the murderers just oh. because they were new and nobody knows who they are. Oh, funny. And so then they have to figure it out. That's it's just, so funny. It's just very comical. I'm going to watch it's just, it. It's crack up. But, but again, it's not like some, oh my God, this is phenomenal. No, it's just... Is it a rom-com? Well, sort of. I mean, in that style, yes. Okay, but cool. It's not, I mean, they're married, so it's not like oh, heavily okay. romantic. Oh, right. You know, yeah. it's... We it's, know how that goes. But um, <laughs> it's cute, funny, watchable, silly, you know. So if you just want to just have something on and watch it, it's a good show to watch. Okay, So it cool. was just very interesting that they got so many, the ratings were so damn high. That's good. Which I find fun. Well, thanks, Diana. Yeah. I appreciate that. And hey, all, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in, and we hope something that we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. We'll be uploading two new episodes Tuesday, July 2nd. Next show will be on Fear the Walk. Walking Dead Season 5, Episode 4, and Big Little Lie Season 2, Episode 3. You can find our website listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.